Season 11, episode 11, titled Rogue Element. Well, I mean, it was a rogue element. That makes this Talking Walking Dead. To it, myself, Jeff Fisher, Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fisher, Talking Walking Dead. Episode description on IMDb, Eugene looks for Stephanie after she mysteriously goes missing. Connie investigates a story on Trooper Davis, and Carol helps Hormsby with a labor dispute at a drug farm. Ah, that was the latest edition of Walking Dead. I, You know what? I enjoyed it overall. I, I yeah. did enjoy the episode. I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was some definite character building, and it was enjoyable to uh, see the mix between Eugene and Stephanie and Princess, who I love. I love her character, no question about it. And uh, then I'm going to step aside here for a moment and let Mr. Buttrell and Mr. Fisher, Maximus, fight it out. Because uh, both claim they called it. Well, we oh, did. No way. I, I said that last season, and I specifically remember you going, "Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, could be." And then now, last you, you week, called the like, last oh, season I about the radio girl. Last that. season you called it the radio was a ruse. I don't think the radio is a ruse. What? No, I, I don't know if I said that or not. But I did. I did say that the Stephanie. There was no reason for them to keep showing her. I think she's a fake Stephanie. When they first, and showed I agreed with you last season. Oh, okay. I, Just so we know where it originated. Uh, uh, I never. <laughs> the thing is, I never said you didn't call it. <laughs> um, I just kept. I just kept adding to the theory that you wouldn't add. I think that it was then your father, because your father like was throwing it in my face. Maximus yeah, called it. I was like, what? in my world, in my <laughs> world, uh, I might be viewing it from a clouded reference, but in my world, <laughs> seems to me I heard someone in the household that lives in the same household as me saying, I called it. So it because sounds can... like you were just kind of stowing division here. So I think you are the bad actor. Yeah, yeah. I think you're the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> so we did find out, though, for sure, mm. that uh, whichever one of you called it, uh, <laughs> that the Stephanie that Eugene was uh, dealing with in the Commonwealth was not the real radio Stephanie that he fell in love with. We definitely found that out, and that was that was interesting. That was an interesting facet through the whole thing. I mean, I know we're jumping way ahead, but uh, you know, he really struggled with you know when he f- fell in love with her. Uh, you know, and he then she realized, oof, uh, the, the fake Stephanie was like, oof, I got to get out of here. Uh, I yeah. got a homeboy falling in love with me, and uh, this ain't good. Yeah, I, I was curious as because he commented that they pulled her out when she when he, they saw how invested into the relationship he was i wonder if that yeah. was more than just her if that was the entire group i don't know oh yeah it's probable yeah yeah and uh before we get even deeper big props to josh mcdermott he did a great job this episode playing eugene yeah yeah for yeah, sure was, yeah and i know and uh, lance was great too what's the guy that plays lance uh, I, uh, I don't know the actor's name but whoever plays lance hornsby good job <laughs> Yeah, is is he uh, in the comics, Max? Is he uh, 
doing something like this in the comics? Or is this made up? He's way better here than in the comics. In the comics, he's just the Commonwealth douche. But but is he he leading some insurgency? It almost looks like he's trying to do a comics. Not in the comics. He's just kind of the right hand of Pamela. This is very different, but I like it. So do we we think that he is leading the insurgency? I think so. That's the impression I got. I mean, I don't don't know. I mean, he... You know, he seems to be, I, I mean, he seems to be looking like he wants to take it over, not necessarily a, a separate from the, uh, the crowd of, uh, eat the rich. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like he just wants to take the whole thing over, but he's fighting both sides. Yeah. I think it's both. I, I think that he was probably a part of a little bit of the eat the rich people, you know, just pointing out how it's being mismanaged, but he's using that. You know, to pull yeah. the ultimate trigger. Yeah, because yeah. I remember what he said to Carol when they were on their way to the drug farm. I don't run the Commonwealth, but I know how to run it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's definitely he's he's definitely on the inside of of both. That was interesting to get to the drug farm and have Carol uh, talk about the double cross that was going on, and Lance was like, "Okay, well, we won't let that happen again." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you're all going uh, I actually enjoyed this episode because it was funny. We were just talking off air about uh, the new Batman movie. And this kind of felt in a similar... Maybe it's just because I was still on that high. But like, it was kind of like an investigative show. There was yeah, multiple was. investigations oh, yeah, definitely. going on. And I dug the Eugene like when he was describing the princess, you know? You know, so I didn't obviously didn't believe him, so I decided to follow. And they just kept as he was there. <laughs> that was, yeah. It was cool. That was good. It was fun. It was Detective Wall. Yeah. I know, like the the old time, uh, you know, the the British detectives that are stay up all night drinking, figuring out a case. Yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah. Really and by the way, Jason, this will be funny. So remember how he went to the ice cream date and he had the uh, both ice cream cones and they just melted. Yeah. He pinned one of the waffle cones to the to the to the detective board. You could actually. Yeah. See <laughs> I didn't notice. That. Yeah, that was funny. That's funny. I mean, it, it felt so weird. To me, it was like, I know that the Commonwealth is supposed to be this real thing, but when he was sitting there waiting for her, obviously we knew she wasn't going to show up, but the whole thing just didn't seem real. You know, it felt so cartoony. I guess that's what it's supposed to feel like, but it just, I just, I don't know. I just wanted a bomb to blow up the whole thing. (laughs) Maybe because it was supposed to be seen through the eyes of Eugene and he's already kind of a comic-y you know, cartoony character. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just, I've had enough of the Commonwealth already. I'm with the eat the rich. Let's end this thing. <laughs> except they <laughs> shut except it down. They just want, they just want to restructure the Commonwealth. They don't want to get rid of it. And I like, uh, we had, uh, we had, uh, uh, we find out that, uh, our girl though, right. Is Mercer's sister. That was a pretty good, that was a nice twist, uh, mm-hmm. where he admitted that the girl that was taken, uh, you know, hostage at the ball, was his sister. And who we now know is the real Stephanie. Right. So, and she had said to, what's his face? Is it Tyler? Yeah, Tyler. Tyler Davis. That, uh, who is the, was the uh, person who took her hostage at the ball, the ex-soldier. Um, you know, she was saying that he was on, she was on his side at the ball, right? So, it was really strange that, uh, Mercer had him locked down at the hospital and then goes and finds out that he's not there anymore. Yeah. And the only person that could have 
moved him, right? Because he said he gave orders that he was not to be moved, you know, specifically other than me saying it. The doc was like, well, I guess there is somebody higher than you, you know. But. I can only I can only right. name probably three people who would be able to usurp Mercer's authority, which would be Pamela Milton, Lance Hornsby, and Sebastian Milton. Right. Mer- yeah. Mercer is uh, starting to kind of grind my gears. Really? And I think it's, yeah. Why? It's like, it's the constant scowl. I'm like, buddy. <laughs> Like at this point, if I'm in the Commonwealth, it's a joke, right? It's 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 not scary anymore. But it's like, dude, show a different facial expression because the constant scowl and it's so over the top. It's like you can't see me right now, obviously, but you know the constant <laughs> gonna eat your nose. I'm like, okay, okay, I know. we he got. He loves it. Mercer, especially the kill scene. I, I have enjoyed him. Uh, I have enjoyed him up to this point. There's no question about it. And I, I feel like I want him to turn though. You know, I want him to be on uh, on our people's side. I think he has, right? I, I think he has too. He just hasn't admitted it, right? Right. He, but the but the list of names at the end that was probably him, right? I guarantee yeah. it. I guarantee that list of names, which I still don't know what that list means. It was just a list of names, but still. Well, those yeah. were the the bottom guy was the the Tyler the Davis. But, yeah, the terrorist, right? Yeah. So those are the list of the you know insurgents that are going up against the commonwealth yeah and they're setting up the politics getting in the way of security you know all that stuff like oh right. yeah he's totally gonna turn yeah he totally. has to he has to and it was a- and he's in and he's getting in this relationship with princess which you like <laughs> yeah i well we didn't see any of that um last night although we know that uh you know all princess will take that to heart and use it to her advantage whether it will be a real uh, a real storyline, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Princess was great. That was a, such a great move of her bringing the lasagna that wasn't the lasagna <laughs> to get in to see him and everything. Yeah. They just let you in when you have food. So, That's funny. Yeah. yeah, that is good. You're just like, there's no lasagna. Yeah, I was hoping for some lasagna. What's going on? I, you know, I actually enjoyed the, the second investigation going on, the Connie investigation. I actually enjoyed that. At first, it's funny. I was... Not starting off that way. At first, I was like, okay, this is annoying. She's going right. to say something, and then we got to wait five minutes to get the translation. It's dragging out the show. I was making my notes already to say how pissed off and annoyed I was. <laughs> but then she's like a legit, really good actress, right? I mean, I kept noticing, even right. just she's doing it through facial expressions and body movement, but mm-hmm. she's really good. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of went, I saw past my annoyance, and then I was actually enjoying a lot of those scenes. So, are you saying that uh, handicapped people cannot be good actresses? Oh or God! Actresses normally, here we go. Or? I just you as a handicapped person, I've grown to very much respect. <laughs> so I would never say that. <laughs> but the thing with Thank you. the thing too, which I really like too, is uh, Kelly actually was actually like, like, please don't make me translate this. Like you could tell she was just like, do I really have to translate what you're saying? <laughs> right. That's that dude, right? That dude, you're oh Kelly, no, Kelly, her, Kelly, yeah, yeah, no, no Kelly. What's her, what's her face? Yes, you know. yes. Her, she actually looks like a girl now. So I know. I'm, I'm you can't conceding. make the joke anymore. I it's know. still funny because I went an entire season thinking that was a boy. I did too. <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent. There was never any doubt in my mind. 
<laughs> so, the, so next week we get where we find out, I guess we go back to our people, right? It's just so strange to me. I mean, we are, are so, our, our people are so, uh, not civilized as the, what they, you know, we, we have struggled all this time to, you know, try to get back to some kind of normalcy, but even with that, our people are not even close to the Commonwealth people. Well, I mean, those people are, they're living like we're living now almost. Yeah. And, uh, our people are just so out of place. It's really, really weird. The only one that seems fitting in is the British doctor chick, right? Oh yeah. Yumiko. Yeah. Yumiko. She's a lawyer. Her brother's the doctor. But she's in, she's in with, she's worked her way in with Milton, right? So she's, she's in there. So I feel like maybe you, you know, at some point she realizes, no, this isn't right. I genuinely, I don't know, but she, she's in with them. Absolutely. The, no. the thing with Pamela, and I think I got this a little bit from her, the one we saw her last episode, but also in the comics, especially, I don't really see her as an evil, bad person. She's just an incompetent political leader. That's what I see Pamela Milton as. But her son different, though, right? Oh, but her son different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's just going to we're going to have to kill him. Right. He's got to go. How have we not seen Maggie and the rest of the rest of that group? Well, she's going to be next. It's yeah, going to be next, next episode. Next week, Milton goes on her, you know, tour of the the outskirts. Right. I hate how they I hate how they do that. I really do. I just there's so much going on. I wish they would go back to the Star Wars model. They do that every once in a while. I'm like, hey, you did that great. And then they'll have two straight episodes of not showing the rest of the group. And I'm like, come on, man. I know. And the tease promos show the other groups and then we don't get it. Yeah, that's what kind of ticks me off. You know, I wish mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I understand it, but it's while this episode was really good, no question. I mean, I don't know that we needed Maggie and the the outskirt crew, right? It was, you know, it was a good episode on the inner workings and what's going on inside Commonwealth. I don't know that we. You know, it was good to see that we've got these inner workings. I, I, I don't think we've seen enough of the, uh, the the group that's trying to take over the Commonwealth. I think we'll get more of that at some point, but it's going to be really interesting to see where this whole storyline goes. And my theory, I genuinely think my theory is correct where the Daryl Carroll show thing is a ruse and (laughs) Daryl. No, 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 no. Let me, let me finish. And Daryl gets Rick's death from the comics, meaning Sebastian's going to kill Daryl. I'm okay with that, actually. I want someone to die. Somebody, I want somebody to die other than a, a walker getting his head split. While it was a good death, somebody needs to die. Yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think of the people that I absolutely would be pissed off if they killed off. Um, right Judith. now? Yeah, Judith. Yeah, Judith. I'm with you there. Uh, I, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, it's, it's... Princess. You'd be pissed if they killed Princess. I yeah, I don't that. kill my girl. Uh, Negan, if they kill Negan. Yeah, but they, in a sense, have, right? I mean, he's just gone away now. Well, he's going to show up again. That is confirmed. Yeah. I I don't know that I would be that upset if Daryl goes. I mean, he's... Yeah. 
obviously he's you know he's Daryl. But would I be? I mean, it would be a, a it would be a big deal that when he goes, no question. But would it? Would I be mad and say it hurts the show? I don't think so. Well, yeah. if Daryl dies and they're if I am correct and Daryl gets Rick's death, that'll either be the second to last episode or the last episode of the show. It would be just the right amount of tragic. You know what I mean? Not too much, but just the right amount of tragic for you to stay engaged to for you know to the show. Like I'd be wanting to know what would happen afterwards. If they kill off Judith, I turn it off. I don't watch it again. I don't do this podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it makes one almost wish that Judith got killed. (laughs) Oh, did I say that out loud? uh, (laughs) I want it to be interesting if, uh, which would be good for the uh, movies that they claim they're going to make, is if they kill, if Daryl gets killed off, that would be a reason to have Rick show up again. Hmm. The death of the death of Daryl would have be have a reason for Rick to show up again. Yeah, although I, I assume Maggie is going to slip into the ultimate leadership role. I assume that Rick would take. So I don't know. I kind of feel like Maggie has plot armor. Like they can't, they will not in, kill her off. In the off. comics, uh, after oh, no way. In the comics, after Rick's death, um, Carl just starts living out as an adult. He's living on a farm with uh, Sophia and their daughter, and uh, basically. Uh, Maggie is kind of running the Commonwealth uh, as herself. Herschel's become kind of a Sebastian-like character. I'm not kidding. No way. Right. Huh? Oh my gosh. Yeah, he, in the comics at the end, Herschel, uh, like older Herschel, is running a walker circus, walking around the Commonwealth with like walkers in a circus cage. That's awesome. That's a good gig. That would be fun. And then Carl is pissed, so he, uh, so Carl sneaks sneaks in at night and kills all those walkers <laughs> that would be fun a walker circus that's great what a tragic loss we don't have the carl character still God, I, know. I know that's that is the, that is what we, we i think it is basically everyone agrees they shouldn't have killed off carl it would have been okay. such a better show <sighs> i know like even if they got rid of rick even if they still got rid of rick i would have been happy like it's yeah, still a good show. It's still a good show right now, but I don't think they should have gotten rid of Carl. Yeah. And if that would that made it a better, a closer tie to Rick than Daryl or Carol or or Maggie, no question. Or I mean, we still have Judith, but uh, and RJ. You can't forget RJ. <laughs> yes, I can because I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about RJ. Yeah, he's the second kid. He's the, get out of here. We don't, we don't care about him. He's technically the third kid. Technically. <laughs> oh yeah, the third kid. Whatever. <laughs> technically. Yeah, whatever. Second, second marriage. Get out of here. Yeah, uh, we we know you're the the kid of the second wife. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> it's just a joke. Okay. It's just a joke. Yeah, uh, I did actually forget about him. So we, and I mean, where is she? Is she, is she she's never coming back. Yeah. Michonne, right? Michonne's gone. <laughs> but Michonne is lost, you know, searching the globe and her ship, right? She's just never coming back. So Rick has to come back to save the franchise. They have to find a way to bring him back. And maybe Daryl's death does that. Man, but th- with the movies, if they brought back Rick, if they brought back Michonne, 
That's shaping up to be pretty good, though. I know. And and Heath. <laughs> and Heath. Who's that? Yeah, I'm not surprised you forgot. He was... Hold on. I'll... I don't know who it is. <laughs> Who's Heath? Yeah. He was a character in like season six and seven, and his last episode he was in was the Terra episode of season seven, the hated one. <laughs> okay, is he the what? guy that lost his key card? Yeah, he's the guy oh, that lost his key yes. card. Yeah. 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 That's another mystery. Yeah, we can't do the show without him. No, it's been. <laughs> it, the funny thing is, they apparently it was kind of confirmed they originally writ him out because they didn't know what to do with him, and then they kind of retconned it going, okay, he was captured by CRM. That that is confirmed now. He is he is in the CRM group. Same with Rick. Okay. So so maybe we'll see Heath again. I know not he, a lot of people will remember. Prob- but... He's probably hoping that he probably needs a paycheck. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, blame him. He probably calls Angela Kane up every week. Am I back? Yeah. Back. <laughs> Did you guys work me back in yet? I wasn't killed. <laughs> so anyway, it was uh, it's it's going to be fascinating to see where we end up because we still have. Uh, we still have the rest of the second part of the final season. And then we have to get into the, I mean, the last eight shows are going to have to really build up. And if they're going to lead into the movies, you can't, Rick has to come back. And I mean, I find myself hoping for Rick and I'm probably not going to get it, but to, if, if you believe the movies are going to get built, he has to come back. He has to. And next month, everybody, we got fear again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, okay, great. With what's her face? <laughs> Alicia. Uh, no, 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 not Alicia. No, no, no. Madison. Oh, back. M- Madison. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Some of that battle might be fun. Maybe. Yeah, Alicia versus Strand, I'm into. I actually like that plot line. But she's going to be out. Her mentally, she's going to be put back if mom shows up, right? So it's going to be her and mom and Morgan and Strand. I mean, somebody's going to have to die. I want. I mean, I was hoping that she was dead. Maybe we just make sure she dies for good this time. Maybe we'll get a weird way of the. Or maybe we'll get a weird way of how the original actual the original idea of the show was going to end. Because the original show writers of Fear, Jason, I don't know if you know this, the original idea of how Fear was going to end was going to be Madison versus Nick, and Alicia was going to be the middle ground, and she'd have to pick a side. So maybe they'll rewrite it, with because the new show writers came in, maybe the, they'll rewrite that of where it's going to be Madison versus Alicia, and maybe Morgan or Strand will be the one to have to pick a side. Oh, jeez. The Madison versus Nick thing, oh, that shows they were just screwed from the very beginning because Nick was so <laughs> unlikable, we didn't ca- care. <laughs> and Madison was just so bland that we wouldn't care. So I guess you're hoping that, like, it's kind of like when, you know, the Eagles play the Redskins. You hope they both just spontaneously blow out their <laughs> so knees all at once. To lose? Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the game. Maybe at kickoff, all their knees blow out and they just have to win. <laughs> and then Alicia's just the one standing there going, okay, I guess I win. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, fine. good job, guys. Roll credits. End credits. <laughs> the next week is called The Lucky Ones. Aaron and Maggie meet Governor Pamela Milton as she does her uh, worldwide tour of Alexandria, Oceanside, and Hilltop. Uh, Ezekiel finds himself 
lucky during a routine checkup. What? Is he going to be cancer free? Lucky? Is it? Is it? Fa- it maybe he got moved up the list unexpectedly. Who would have thought that? Yeah. And Eugene processes Max's story. So that's uh, what we have to look forward to next week. Yeah. Is it with uh, with uh, the king? Does is it lucky that he gets moved up for surgery, or is he not going to need surgery? All right. So Carol's made uh, the deal with the devil to help the king, and now. He doesn't need the help. I think he'll get the surgery. I think I think they've played it up too much of where no, he has debilitating cancer. <laughs> I think it's played up to where he will get the surgery if Carol was able to move him up. Okay, because Carol's worked hard at that. Right? She's playing nice with Lance and doing the whole gig there so that she, uh, you know, helps him. Right? Because mm-hmm. at some point the cookie baking is going to end. Yeah. Right, I mean, I'm looking forward to that as well. Oh, and we forgot to mention Eugene's new weapon, the spray bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it had to be some kind of poison or something, right? I mean, it wasn't just water. It's like he was shooting away cats. That's that's how you get a cat off the table. (laughs) Maybe he made his maybe maybe he made his own type of pepper spray. Uh, It was cat water. That's exactly what it was. It doesn't work out. Walkers, but it works on dead animals and other people. Just, I mean, it had to be some kind of like pepper spray. Yeah, it had or... to be some kind of Eugene poison, right? Enough to burn a little bit with just maybe even just pepper or something, you know, pepper water. So it burned in your eyes, but it didn't kill you. You know, that had to be for him. It's really funny, actually. Yeah. Now, that scene between Lance and uh, and Eugene on the stairwell there at the end was great. Yeah, I mean, that was really that a really was a great scene. scene, and Lance was speaking truth. Yeah, it was awesome, and he kept walking down each step as he's telling him, and he's, "Go ahead, because I got you either way." Yeah, You're his up. his facial expression while Eugene was just laying into him was just great. It was just so cold, and <laughs> I know, like, I don't really give a crap. You know, it's awesome. Mean? Beast, <laughs> go ahead, Just do what you got to do. He's like, <laughs> "What what do you got me for?" Perhaps you don't realize it. You're done. Okay, it's so yeah. like, like I got you out the best I can. It's like you signed that you were stressed and nervous and due to paranoia, you got out of it because of me. So you've lied to us all along just to get in here. We're done. Have a nice day. Take care. Go. Goodbye now. <laughs> yeah. Take care. You all right. So uh, I'm looking forward to next week, actually, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with. Uh, with Maggie, I'm sure her and uh, Milton will just get along and sip tea and talk about the future. It'll be wonderful. Jason Buttrell, Maximus Fisher, uh, myself, Jeff Fisher, thank you for listening to Talking Walking Dead. We'll see you next week. <laughs>